Hey, Audrey. Hey, Michelle. Konnichi. Konnichiwa. Uh, bonsoir. We're headed up the road. <laughs> oh, we bless your name, King Yeshua. God of peace. Jehovah Shalom. <laughs> I just have to laugh. It's too funny. Oh, my goodness. Welcome back to the podcast if you're a returning listener. And if you are new, yeah, welcome. This is Healing Through the Word. And we're just we're just laughing because we've been talking about peace from since last week. This is what we're on for the month of June that we're in. Um and let me tell you something. You're going to be tested you're going to be tested in whatever you're focusing on, talking about, and we've been meditating on peace and trust me peace has been tested <laughs> <laughs> everything that can disrupt interrupt and frustrate your peace will come oh yes <laughs> yep because yep. trust me i'm laughing but there's just so much frustration yes but we, but have, we have the prince of peace yes we do Yes, we do. We have the Prince of Peace. Fact, and the enemy <laughs> is defeated. He is defeated. Matter of fact, we just we just pray before we even start. And we just say, Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace. And we invite your presence to just permeate the atmospheres that we're in right now. We call peace and stillness to the atmosphere around us and peace even over this broadcast that we're recording right now. And even for those that'll be listening in, whatever they're going through right now in their life, we declare the peace of God, which trans transcends all understanding, just guarding their hearts and mind through you, Christ Jesus. We thank you that you've given us this peace, this peace that the world can't even give to us. It's a peace like no other. It's a peace that just brings tranquility. It brings calmness. It brings stillness in spite of whatever storm, trial, or tribulation we may or may not be going through. The peace is still with us. And we're declaring it over our lives, our families. Woo, we're declaring it over ourselves right now. In your name, Yeshua. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Okay, so let me put on my peace hat, okay? Peace, my peace, peace hat is on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> my shalom is on. Uh, your shalom is on. Yes, it right. is. Okay, we're so. in week two. We're in mm -hmm. week, week, week two. Last week was week one. Mm -hmm. We defined what peace is, and I'll go over it again. It's peace, it's quietness, it's rest. It's to be set at one again. And it's also not void of, or it, it's, it doesn't um, have the, the absence of conflict or chaos. No, you, you will, you know, have chaos and conflict, but you'll still have peace. It is a state of wholeness and completeness created by the fruit of the spirit. And we looked at God as the source of peace and Jesus as the source of peace last week. So if you want to review that, you're welcome to go back and listen to that. We're doing one podcast a week, uh, roughly about 25 to 35, 30 minutes long. 
as opposed to the three that we've been doing weekly. We just know that seasons change and as people change in their roles, priorities and things that they have to do, it gets a little bit harder to catch up. So we found this to be a little more feasible and we would love to hear your feedback. There is a poll on the podcast. If you want, you can definitely um, rate that poll. So this week, Audrey, we're going to be looking at what is the true peace, how to receive peace and abiding in peace. I need especially the abiding part. (sighs) You and me both. That's all I could say. You and me both. Anyway, let's get started. Yeah. Let's look at what is true peace first. And for that, we we chose John 14 and 27. Correct. All right. Let me see what version I can pull up here. Uh, 14 and 27. I do have the Passion Translation. I don't know if it reads well, but let's read it. I leave the gift of peace with you. My peace. Not the kind of fragile peace given by the world. Oh, yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. But my perfect peace. Don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. Hmm, I yeah. like. I like that. It means we mustn't cower under troubles. We mustn't, you know, yield to to fear that may come against us. But we must be courageous with the peace that Jesus gives to us. He said it's not that fragile peace that the world gives. You know, I, I liken it in relation to Audrey when we talked about um, joy. Because, you know, there's joy and then there's happiness. But right. joy is everlasting. It's continuous. It's just perpetual. It's inward. But the happiness will come, but it's fleeting. Meaning it, it only lasts, it's a temporary thing. And it's the same way I look at the Jesus's peace versus the world's peace. Mm-hmm. This an- analogy just came to me. You know, um, when we had babies, I don't know if you did this, but I was told by my mother not to do it. But one of the twins liked to suck his thumb. And I'm like, okay, I don't want him creating this habit. The only thing I could think of that would be a better alternative was to give him a pacifier. Right. Because if you binded his hands, you know, they used to have those little socks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you put, sometimes you put a literal sock, but sometimes they would have those little satchels that you can tie up their hands so they wouldn't be putting their hand in your mouth. Mm-hmm. You, the baby would get so frustrated, <laughs> but you wanted to calm him down. You wanted to bring him to a peaceful state. You just put the pacifier in his mouth. But the pacifier, either he'd spit it out or it would fall out. And then he'd go, there you there goes, there he goes again, just crying all over again. So that was like a temporary peace. Mm-hmm. So that's how I liken that temporary peace. It's like a pacifier. It's just temporary. It that's what the world gives you. It's like a it's like a pacifier, just to just I hate to say, but just to shut you up for a little a little while. <laughs> And in spite of that, also what I'm thinking, a lot of the times when the world, when we think about when the world thinks about peace, mm-hmm. is thinking of a of peace without chaos. 
Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So we are giving this um false false <laughs> teaching or false hope that one day we all gonna get up and there's going to be a hush all over the world, and that's the peace. However, there is such a day coming when there will be a hush over the world, but it mm-hmm. will only come from the Messiah which is the eternal peace, which we can have a glimpse of that peace, have that peace even in the midst of what's going on right now. Hmm. Because we say, what is true peace? True peace comes from knowing Jesus. Yes. You know, and we get that through having a right relationship with him through salvation, through the gift of salvation. So even though the world is going upside down, inside out, we can run to him in the midst of our storms, in the midst of the chaos, because I remember us saying last week that it's not the absence of conflict mm-hmm. or chaos. It's having a state of wholeness and completeness because of the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the peace that we can get through the Holy Spirit. And so the world doesn't offer us that. The world tells us, if you buy the new car, hmm. you get the new house down the road, you trade in this spouse for a newer model or an older model, whichever maybe <laughs> you're liking, get rid of the kids that just seem very rambunctious. For, don't, don't even look at the cat and the dog. You can have peace, you know? But, but for sure, when we think about it, the peace that we're talking about is much deeper, much longer, hmm. and much more stronger than what the world will ever be able to offer us because that can only come from knowing Christ. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's true peace. That is the true peace. Mm-hmm. No, there was there was a quote that was. As a matter of fact, I saw it up to um, up to last. No Jesus, no peace. Mm-hmm. No Jesus, no peace. And it yeah. sounds like you're saying the same thing, but the difference is is that one is K N O W and the other one is N O. Mm-hmm. So if you know Jesus, which is K-N-O-W, then you'll know K-N-O-W peace. But if you if you don't know, if, if, if there's no Jesus in your life, if there's N-O Jesus in your life, then there's N-O peace in your life as well. Right. You know, so knowing him is that true peace. Mm-hmm. And to know him, we have to build a relationship with him. Right. Um, I want to mention the secondary verse for this topic, which is, I'll just read it. It's Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7. Right. And it says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day. Oh, my gosh. That's that's the Passion Translation. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life before God with overflowing gratitude. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Christ Jesus. Hmm. I know one version says that the peace that just transcends all understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. I like both versions, but it truly is a peace that um, keeps you in that soundness of mind. Right. It's being in harmony with Christ. Yes. That's how I want to think about it. Like an orchestra, every instrument is necessary for that sound. Mm-hmm. And if we want the sound of peace, we have to be in total union with the Holy Spirit. That's how I'm seeing it. So yeah. when he, when it, then that version says, be saturated. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think about a sponge, when it's saturated with whatever liquid, mm. it, it flows out. Yes. You know, you can only absorb so much and then you have to release. And yes. whatever it has in that sponge, if it's milk that you use to use the sponge for or even water, that's the only thing that can be extracted from it. Mm-hmm. So when we go before God, before Christ, go in the presence of the Holy Spirit of God, just go and saturate our being with him. The only thing that can flow out is really the fruit of the spirit. And we're talking about peace. His peace will have to flow out. Even when we have a crazy week that we have had, Michelle, and even today, (laughs) you know, and the enemy wants to pull you in every direction for you to say things that is unbecoming Mm because we're still human, you -hmm. know? We have to remember because we're being saturated with his presence, with his power, Yes. And it's praise, you know, because I take some notes that I don't even know if there's a note for it. But at least I know I can still sing something, make a joyful noise before the Lord. <laughs> and I think that's what you want. Hello? Audrey? No matter what storm is brewing, I see what is happening, but the devil is a liar. No matter what storm is brewing, we can say without a doubt, you know, that whatever is going on on the inside, that is what's going to flow out because we're saturated with his presence. That's right. That's right. Be saturated with his presence. And and that verse says to to do that, to be saturated in prayer throughout each day. Mm -hmm. That is our direct link. Yeah. Let's move on to how to receive peace. And Hmm. (laughs) um, Isaiah 26 and 3 says, let me look at the, um, I'll look at the ESV version. 26 and 3 says, 
You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So how to receive peace? By keeping our mind stayed on, on Christ? Uh-huh. Wow. Seems easy enough. Sounds easy. Sounds easy enough. Not always easy. Doable. Yeah, because like we said, peace is not absent of absence absent of conflict and chaos. So if you're in the midst of a literal chaos going on right in front of you, you know, your mind is not going to, going immediately to, to, to Christ Jesus. You're looking at the situation and saying, How can I diffuse it? How can I how can I stop it? How can I fix run it? Run from it. Run yeah, run from it, whatever the case may be that you need to do in that in that moment. So it's not, you know, as Audrey said, always doable at that moment. But the thing is, is that we're not waiting until those moments arise, right? We're yeah. doing this consistently so that even when those moments arise, even in the midst of having to deal with that conflict or that chaos, no matter, you know, how it needs to be dealt with, you still have that inner peace within you. So someone may be scatterbrained and be like, I don't know what to do. And, and all of a sudden, the peace of God just, as the scripture said, before guards your heart and your mind, and you just have this tranquility where it's like the Holy Spirit is um, able to minister to you and say, look, do this, do this, do this to help you rectify whatever that situation is. All right. Wow. Go ahead, Audrey. How to receive peace. Hmm. Okay, uh, I like the way it says, it's a choice. Mm -hmm. It is a choice. You know, Isaiah 26, 3, literally giving us a choice. Yes. If you had your mind stayed on him. So that means also that I can have my mind somewhere else. That's right. Again, <laughs> here is a saturation again, yes. you know? So I'm going to think... Okay, if my mind is stayed on him, not stayed on the problem, which most of the time, to be quite honest, is what we tend to do. You know, we see the problem. So right away, our focus gets shifted. So we have to be in constant reminder to shift our focus back mm. to our source of peace. Because the enemy will show us this big mountain in front of us. Yes. You know, but until we start being in constant, constant mm, union, harmony mm -hmm. with the Holy Spirit of God to the point where we start trusting him beyond what we see, but know what we know. And that is an intimacy that we have spoken about in the past, Michelle. That must come from knowing who Christ is, knowing who he is to us. Because when things are happening, if we don't already have a relationship, it's hard in that moment to be able to say, that is why David, let me go back to David, my favorite person, one-off. David was mm. able to say when Goliath stood in front of him, he said, you know what? I did a bear. I did a lion. Oh my, you're going to be me today for those birds. 
<laughs> you know, I'm gonna have your head because record with God. Mm-hmm. You know, and we must develop this track record. One of the yes. things when we look back in the old testament really is to see every time that God did exploits for the children of Israel, they would set up a memorial for him. You know, they would name this altar. They would say, Ebenezer, thus far have you helped me. So there were always something to remind them. You know, we crossed River Jordan. So we put these stones as a monument. Whatever happened, we know that the same God who did this up to this point is able to. So that's why it was easy for Isaiah to say, keep your mind stayed on him. Because Mm -hmm. of course, the children of Israel had wandered away from God. But he was reminding them of what happened in the past. So keep your mind stayed on him. And even in the midst of captivity, you can still have that peace. There's some right now, maybe in a prison cell, maybe Mm. in their minds, or a physical prison cell. Maybe they don't even belong there, but they have more peace than maybe someone that is on the outside because they have locked themselves in with Christ. Yes. You know, and that's the freedom that they will walk in just knowing and the peace that they'll walk in just knowing that he is for them. He's for us. But sometimes we can become blinded by the things around us and we wander away from it, you know? So how to receive peace? Oh, uh, we got to trust God. Yep. And it's not an overnight thing and it's not a one-time thing. It's constantly building blocks, building step by step. And every time we we cross that proverbial hard path in the road, we build a monument. Maybe by writing, like we always say, journalizing it. So when we look back, we can say, okay, I remember last year this time, I had a similar situation, but God. You see, when we start counting our blessings and naming them one by one, that (laughs) will tell us how to receive peace and to maintain our peace. Yep. And I think I just went into abiding in peace. <laughs> that's uh, that's um, part of the last verse where it says to that gratitude, that attitude of gratitude keeps us in that place of humility and um, helps us to remember all the things that God has done for us. Our secondary verse, John um, 16 and 33, Jesus gives us his, his own testimony. It says, I have said these things to you, that in me, you may have peace. In the world, you will. It didn't say may, you might, or possibly. He said, you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So if Jesus has overcome the world and my faith, hope, and trust rest in him, then I don't have anything to worry about. He's already overcome the world. I can't, I don't have to be troubled. I can have that peace and the assurance because he has already overcome it. Okay, so you took us into abiding in peace and that's what we're going into. Abiding in peace. Mm -hmm. How are we going to abide in peace? Okay, let's go back a chapter to 5 John 15 and 7 where Jesus says, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you, 
Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Mm -hmm. Ask whatever you want, Audrey. It'll be done for you. Okay, I just want peace. <laughs> <laughs> the mm -hmm. peace you shall have. Peace I will have. That's right. And yeah. this is it's another conditional statement. Anytime you see that if, it's a condition. That means you got to make a choice. And it's, it's, it's dependent on what you do. So if you abide in Jesus and not just abide in him, but also his words abide in you, then you can mm -hmm. ask whatever you wish and it'll be done for you. Right. So it's conditional on, in, conditional on us abiding in him and his words abiding in us. So that means that we have to build that con continuous um, communion with Christ and also staying in the word. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. So there's some things we have to do. So we're not sitting back and we say, God, I need peace. Matter, no. of, fact, matter of fact, you better be careful in how you pray for, pray for that. <laughs> I know. I so know. <laughs> First of all, I would never. Mm -mm. Somebody, I, I used to, when I was younger, you, you know, you didn't know better. And I said like, God, I just need peace. I'm like, why is it getting worse? Didn't I ask God for peace? And then somebody said, well, we know. you will be tested. <laughs> yeah, we will be tested. <laughs> but I like the word abiding because it yeah. tells me that we have to remain, how to remain, how to tarry in peace. Yes. That's what I gather from that. Yes. And, um. Again, it's having that relationship, that one-on-one -on -one relationship with him in prayer, in his presence, you know, because yeah. only in his presence, we will find that peace. You yes. know, that shalom, that oneness, that harmony. Mm -hmm. Once we spend time with him, you know, Michelle, you ever think about it. When you're in prayer and you're locked into that place <laughs> with God, it's like the world is so beautiful. Everything is so nice. I mean, it's so quiet. It's so, uh, I mean, mm -hmm. you forget all about your cares and your struggles and nothing matters and... at that moment. Everything just pales in comparison to the presence and the peace that you're in. Right. Mm. You know, and you just like, wow. But mm -hmm. in the midst of it, when you get finished, you know, you're saying, okay, Lord, I do understand. Um, I, you know the difference. You know, when you're in his presence, totally absorbed in his presence, and when you are not, you know? Mm -hmm. And the minute you come from under that, I want to say that covering or outside of that covering, you can tell. It's like when you go on a vacation, you're excited to go and you know you're looking forward to it everything but the minute you are about to land and get off that airplane or get back in the city then suddenly you remember oh i have to pay the bill i have to pay the light bill this is due that is due everything just come crashing in you know it's just the same way when we're in the presence of the lord everything just seems so different to us and yes. the minute we are outside of his presence we can tell and it's not to say that we are away from him because of sin but that 
covering that I don't know which other way to put it that blanket mm -hmm. that seemed to have you in that place you know once you step out from under it that moment you can tell the difference yes and i like the fact that it says abiding that means you it should be our desire to want to remain to tarry in peace with the prince of peace you know and I like the fact that Psalm 91 one says it's best, says it best. That when we lodge, when we rest, when we dwell in his presence, you know, think of the wings when we're up underneath his wings. Yes. You know, I mean, if you ever look at um, birds, even with their young ones, when they spread their wings to shelter the young ones from the rain and the chaos and whatever is happening around them so they can have that covering mm -hmm. you know i want to think of it the same way that god gives us that his presence as a covering mm -hmm. you know and we can rest in that place in his presence yes and have the peace that he wants us to enjoy it's not that like he said it's not as the way us Mm -hmm. You know, the world's peace is, like you said earlier, it's very temporary. Mm -hmm. It's yep. false. Yep. You know, because we're moved by what we see. It's like mm -hmm. an advertisement. Yes. But the reality of it is when we pull back that curtain, we see all of just the junk. Mm -hmm. No, the peace that God gives to us, it's different. It's eternal. It is calm with um, yeah. not calm. It's not calm outside of the storm. It's calm within the storm. Yes, it is. You know, <laughs> he's our safe haven. Mm. So no matter what is happening on the sea of life, no matter how the winds are howling, and that is why in the middle of the storm, I I just got a, a little picture of Jesus on that boat sleeping and the storm was raging all around him the disciples panicked but he had calm that he was able to sleep and that's what he's offering us no matter what is around us if we have him and totally in his presence and abide in him mm -hmm. we can experience the calm the just rest in it, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Boy, do we need that peace. Yes, I don't know do. about you, audience, but I want that perfect, serene peace, that genuine peace. Mm. So we have to we have to cultivate it. Yeah. Continually cultivate it by that communion and staying in the word. And we say it all the time, but there's no other shortcut. <laughs> all right this is uh the end of week two we went over what is true peace how to receive peace and abiding in peace and as always all these verses have been listed in the description of the podcast and we always advise you to go back and read it for yourselves so we're going to close out today's podcast and father Ah, 
We're living in a world that is just vying for our attention with so many distractions, with so many obstacles, hindrances, and just conflict and chaos that just comes at us at every direction. But Father, your word says that when the enemy comes in against us like a flood, you would raise up a standard, Lord. The standard that we're looking at, oh God, is your word. Your word, which we endeavor to have abiding in us. And you said, if we abide in you, Jesus, and your word abides in us, then we can ask whatever we will, and it will be done for us. So we're just asking to abide in that peace, not that fragile peace that the world offers, but that stable, consistent, and awesome peace of your presence that just keeps our minds stable, that even in the midst of everything that's going on around us, we have clarity, we can think, and we can even strategize in the midst of things that we need to handle. We thank you for that perfect Let it continually guard our hearts and minds. Let it just saturate and permeate even the atmospheres that we're in, oh God. Let us walk in that peace, that everywhere that the soles of our feet trod, oh God, your peace goes with us, that others will look on us and be like, how is it that you have peace? And then we can tell them about the Prince of Peace so that they can know you for themselves. Thank you for showing us you in your word. And we thank you for this in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. Audience, thank you for joining us on today's podcast. We'll be back next week, week three. And we'll be going over peace with others, peace with yourself, peace with your past. You don't want to miss it. And also get healing through the word. So be blessed, everyone. Shalom.